Lies That Are Ruining Your Marriage, Episode 109. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Hello, hello, Awaken You listeners. How are you this week? I am having an amazing week. It's actually Friday as I record this episode, and I did an interview this week with the lovely Leslie Knup of Knup Coaching, and we talked all about integrity and why your marriage feels unaligned. It was so good. It is going to come out in the next couple of weeks, so look for that episode. I am also working on a new class. I will tell you, it has been a bit of a struggle. (laughs) Yes, it's been a struggle because, oh, I just want it to be perfect, and we know perfection is a lie, but got a lot of traction this week, and I am so excited to share it with you. It will include a free offer all about creating the marriage that you crave and really discovering what it is that you want in your marriage. Because if you're like myself and many of the people that I help, when you get to this point where you are like, okay, I need to change something in my marriage, you have gotten to this point where you don't even really know anymore what you want in your relationship. So that's where we start, really figuring that out, coming up with a plan as to where to start. And so look for that. That will be coming out here soon. I also did a fun interview with Tracy Goodwin of The Psychology of Voice. And she also has another podcast called Captivate the Room. You need to go check her out. She analyzes voices. And so what we did in this interview is she analyzed my voice and she coached me. I can't wait to share that with you and hear what she has to say. And you can go check out her podcast, Psychology of the Voice, right now and listen to other people that she where she analyzes their voices and coaches them. It's quite interesting to listen to. And then I do want to check in with all of you. I want to hear what courageous things you are doing to create a marriage that you love. What have you tried? What's working? And what's not working so well? I want to help you figure out how to tweak those things that aren't working so well and give it another go. Together, let's figure it out. Bring it to one of my Courageous Love Conversations. You can book that. You can find the link to book that in the show notes. What that conversation would be like is that you will bring this thing that you're struggling with or this thing that just isn't working, right? And then together, we'll pull apart what's going on 
and come up with some new ideas that you can try. All right, now this week, I am piggybacking a little bit on a recent lesson that Jeff and I facilitated in our Reengage program that we're a part of in our church. And the lesson was all about nurturing the truth in our marriages. So what we're going to do today is we're going to look at a few of the lies or misconceptions that many of us have mistaken for truths in our marriage. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take these lies, turn them around, tell you the truth, so that when those negative thoughts about your spouse sneak in, and of course they will, you can come back to the truth. You can decide on your own what is the truth. So let's start with going through some of the lies, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to really help you see what these lies are creating for you, how they're actually creating the result that you're getting, and how to go about changing those lies that you're believing, turning them into something that will actually create some hope, some inspiration, some courage to take actions in your marriage that will give you a whole new result, a result that you'll really love. So lie number one is this thought that we're no longer in love and we're no longer even interested in each other. Now we can't even stand each other maybe. Like they don't even do any of the things that I enjoy doing. Their life is totally different than mine. Maybe we should look for somebody that is more compatible. Maybe we should go find our soulmate. So let's look at the truth here. While it could be true that you have both maybe fallen out of love and don't seem to be interested in each other. The question to ask is what have you been doing over the years to get to know each other better, to nurture intimacy, to bring adventure into the relationship, to even care about each other. Because when you're not doing those things, of course, you're going to grow apart. You're going to grow separate. You're going to stop appreciating the things that you love about them. And you could start brand new. Of course, you could totally start brand new with someone else while bringing, remember, your own unresolved problems into yet another relationship with someone who has, of course, their own set of their own problems. Because we all have them. Your spouse, you, me, that next person, that supposed soulmate, So you could go search for this person or you could do that work right here with the one that you're with and see how healing the process can really be for the both of you. You can actually start this new relationship with this person you already know pretty well you've just lost touch with. Lie number two, our problems are worse than anybody else's. That one's such an easy one to believe, 
but it is such a lie. The truth is there is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing out of the ordinary about the problems in your marriage or in my marriage. And yes, there are, of course, different nuances. There are no cookie cutter relationships, but having a willing heart will lead you to solutions. The third lie is if my spouse would change, everything would be just fine. I love this lie. (laughs) Maybe I hate this lie. I love this lie because I think so many of us go here. And this just puts all of the blame on the other person and it has you denying your part of the unhealthy dynamic. This can even be turned around. All of the problems are my fault. That is such a lie. A relationship, a marriage is a union of two humans. Two humans who have issues, who have histories. And then you bring them together. There's going to be things that happen. And so it is not one person's fault. It is, and don't believe that about any of your friends. There are two sides to this story. And this lie keeps you so powerless. It keeps you from creating something different because you're not willing to change. And you're putting control in their hands. They need to change. You're going to keep waiting until they change. With that, you're trying to control and manipulate them into being this idealized person that they need to be. While, okay, let's say that they did that, then they're showing up people-pleasing, not living their truth, and that's not going to feel good either. Lie number four If I was married to the right person, things would always feel good. Lie, lie, lie. That is such a lie. Life is really that 50-50. We are going to have moments when things aren't going all that well, no matter who you choose to spend time with in close relationship. There are going to be rough times. And unless you learn how to communicate through these times unless you learn how to resolve a conflict, the same problems will show up in the next relationship. If you choose to like find that better person, right? And if we can embrace this truth that marriage is going to be partially a lot of fun and partially a lot of work. That is when it will allow us to use our marriage as a tool to discover what will make us feel good, right? So, okay, this isn't working. What do we need to do to work through this and move on? Lie number five is I'm getting what I deserve because I don't deserve to be happy. This is a lie that many of us believe that we've been too bad in the past. We're not worthy 
of a happy, loving relationship. And these are lies. Each and every one of us deserves to be happy. It is what we were created with. Love. Relationships aren't a source of self-punishment. Listen, you are 100% lovable, and this is where you need to start with learning how to treat yourself that way. Any of you listening that believe you deserve what you're getting, that is wrong, and that is going to keep you stuck, not creating something different. Another variation of this fifth lie is that our marriage We've created too much damage. We've done too many hurtful things to each other. Though that might be the truth, that doesn't mean that you don't deserve to create something better, that you can't create something better. These five lies, they are all simply thoughts that keep us stuck because they have us feeling hopeless. Think about each one of these lies. If we go back through, we're no longer in love or even interested in each other. Now, that thought creates hopelessness. It doesn't generate any energy to want to change the lie. Our problems are worse than anyone else's. It's hopeless. Might as well just forget it, right? Lie number three, if my spouse would change, everything would be fine. That's hopeless, powerless. We need them to do the work before we can be happy. Lie number four, if I were married to the right person, things would always feel good. First of all, thinking about being with somebody else or somebody who were different isn't helpful. It's not going to take you anywhere making you feel hopeless, not inspired to change. So when we're actually feeling hopeless, uninspired, we are never going to take actions that will create anything but more of what we already have, right? So all of these lies have us feeling an energy, a vibration in our body that isn't having us create fun experiences with our spouse, isn't having us creating conversations where we get to know each other, isn't having us addressing these problems in our marriage with our spouse. This energy isn't having us seeking something different. But when you can grab on to the truths that I shared with you today, that is when you can start feeling something different. So when we look at that first lie that we're no longer in love or even interested in each other, maybe we should go find somebody else. The thought could be, it might be possible to reconnect with my spouse Now, you might not believe that right now, but that thought can create some hope, some desire to research, to look, to find some help to take the next steps. With the second lie, our problems are worse than anyone else's. If you can think about something like 
others have solved our very problems. That is hopeful. That's inspirational. Other people have walked this path. Other people have figured this out. Other people have reinvented their marriage, have created a love revival in their marriage. So can I. That is super inspiring. The third lie, if my spouse would change, everything would be fine. If you could turn that into, I can influence my spouse by taking the lead. That gives you power to create something different. That gives you hope. The fourth lie, if I was married to the right person, things would always feel good. Turning that into, I can learn how to generate happiness with my spouse. And you can. (laughs) You can. But when you're always thinking that they're not the right person, that I need to always feel good, you're doomed to not feel good. (laughs) Right? The fifth lie, that doozy, that I'm getting what I deserve because I don't deserve to be happy. You could turn that to, I deserve to believe I'm lovable because you do deserve to believe you're lovable. Now, these truths can create hope and hope can inspire you to put the effort in to take action, to invite your spouse like I said, out on an adventure and discover not only a loving relationship with yourself, but a marriage where you can set the example for what you want and find connection with your partner. Learn how to solve your marriage issues. Now, which of these lies have you believed in your marriage or any other lies like Let's come up with some more. My spouse is seeing someone else or lasting marriage isn't meant to be fun and exciting and intimate. Now that one's a downer. And I'll admit that that has run through my brain. Maybe I could just settle for this and find excitement outside of the marriage. But I didn't want to settle. I wanted to push myself. I wanted to create something different. And then as I did that, I decided that this needs to be something that other people know is possible. I would love to hear any lies that you're believing. And you can bring these lies to a courageous love conversation call where we can dig into where that lie is coming from. See what it's creating for you and your marriage and then help you decide whether you want to keep holding on to it or if you want to discover how to throw it away and create something brand new. Now, if this episode helped you see how a current belief of yours is holding you back from diving into the work of creating your own happy marriage, then I'd really appreciate it. If you would take a minute to share a review, it doesn't even take a minute. You just scroll down, hit the five stars. And if you wanted to take 
that minute, you could share a real review, how Awaken You has been helpful in your journey to create that marriage that you dream of. All right, everyone. I love you so much. Happy hugging. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life. We study it and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you.